Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Core Memory Unlocked, a show about movies that shaped us. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Just me, baby. Just me. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. I'm the dude. Here are your hosts, Justin and Zach. Hasta la vista, baby. It is I, Zach, running solo today. Uh, Justin has felt a little under the weather, so we thought it was best if he just had some rest. He will be coming back in a couple of weeks because we do have some uh, spooky stuff to get into. Now, it is October, and as you know, I am Zach, host of Hunter's Podcast, co-host of Hunter's Podcast. There's two other great people, Brooke, that's her, and 1D. But this is Core Memory Unlocked. I'm doing this show solo, and I decided we're going to jump the spooky season into high gear now. Originally, we were just going to have a couple of episodes near the end of the month that were spooky theme, but I figured since Justin needs to recuperate his body some, I'm going to go solo on this week. I might go solo next week. I don't know yet. Um, but these next two weeks are going to be 1992 horror movies that I know we, Justin and myself, would have never gotten into because he's never seen them. So I'm going to kick off this week with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my gosh, let me tell you, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and we will get into that in one second. First, this is the Thrill Me Podcast Network, so I'd like to give a big shout out to the Patreon members of this network, Christy, Brady, Joe, Michelle, Mark, Mariah, Nicole, Justin, and the Chad, and I'm going to have to upgrade these to make sure it says the Chad. And I'm sorry I'm not pronouncing anybody's left last names because I'm not trying to ruin any of them. Um, also, a new Patreon show for that said network is coming out and it is a spinoff of this show and it is called Core Memory Unlocked Horror. At the end of the month, Hunter's podcast will go on hiatus until next haunt season when HHN's ramping up. And we'll probably have specials and stuff, but Wonderful and myself still want to chat. And we figured, why not do a horror version of Core Memory Unlocked where we both have seen, you know, many of horror movies from the blockbuster era. I mean, those covers are some of the spookiest things I've ever seen. And That's how we got around to watching some of these movies. So uh, be on the lookout for two free ones, and I'll announce them here. So I will say this. The first one is going to be a Friday the 13th movie. If you go to Hunter's Podcast right now today, yeah, I believe you'll still get a few hours to vote. On Friday the 13th, we are releasing a Friday the 13th movie, and you can vote which one. We have the original, part four, part six, and Jason Goes to Hell all up there to vote for. And then we also are on Halloween. Halloween! uh, We are going to have uh, Freddy's Dead 
We're going to do Freddy's Dead. That was a 1991 movie that I know Wonderful was super excited to talk about, and Justin's never seen it, so uh, there was no reason to unlock that memory since there wasn't any. Um, so that's what Wonderful and I will be doing in October, and then starting in November, once a month, we will have a core memory unlocked horror where we will discuss whatever horror movies from any era. We're not even sticking to a year. We're just going to start by randoming picking. So be on the lookout for that. All right, guys. Here we are, 1992, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And it would not be this show if we did not show a trailer. So I guess I'm going to, maybe I'll do this. So if I share that screen, oh yeah. Oh yeah, share screen. Share screen there. Oh, yeah. Do I like this one, though? I don't know if I like this. Let's see how it looks. Let me see. Yowzer, maybe? Maybe. Everything's at... Oh, I love... Oh, Cartoon Justin! He's not here! Cartoon Justin! He's locked up in Toon Lane. Uh, no, we'll do this one. I found it. Never mind, guys. My bad. All right, let's watch the trailer to Buffy the Vampire Slayer from 1992. I just met this girl named Buffy. I'm Pike. Pike isn't a name. Interesting. I liked her, even though she seemed kind of flaky. It's a narrator track of a POV of a character at the movie? Alvin, talk to you. And things started getting weird around here. Are we having a nightmare? You threw a knife at, at my, my head. head. You, you caught it. it. Oh. She was the one person I could really count on. Kill him a lot. Kill him a lot. Listen. Rest in peace, man. What am man. I doing here? I'm saving your butt. That is a bad guy. Can we go, please? The Slayer is unmasked. Let's finish it. I think this relationship has potential. Hi. How's it going? You're How's obviously going? having a bad hair day. <laughs> if she can just get rid of those other guys. Yeah, that's in life. Bad and by a bad. Stab him in the heart. Christy Swanson. Where was that? Sure. Donald Sutherland. Ah. Ah. Paul Rubens. Ah. With Rutger Hauer and... Luke Perry. Buffy. The narrator yeah, of I'm this like trailer for like five minutes. Yes, I am. Buffy. The Vampire Slayer. You didn't even break a nail. <laughs> Directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie. Oh! Christy Swanson. I am oh. so sure. Donald I Sutherland. So sure. Um, okay. Okay. So honestly, not a bad trailer. I do think it was goofy the way that Luke Perry is kind of narrating at the beginning. And then it gave up on that and gave us actual narrator voice. Whatever. Um, but it's not bad. It's a, it's a cute little trailer. I think it actually represents the movie exactly how it's supposed to be intended. And I know Joss Whedon, look, I'm, I'm a fan of the TV show that happens from 97 on, but I do have a soft place in my heart for this movie. I say it all the time. This is definitely one of those movies that I caught on HBO first, and then I kind of fell in love with it. And I feel like the cast, 
even outside the main cast of Christy Swanson, Paul Rubens, Rutger Howard, uh, Donald Sutherland, and uh, Paul Rubens, what a gym. Um, even outside of the main core, the outside ones, like the guy from, what was the movie? My Boyfriend's Back. Love that guy. Hilary Swank is in this movie. This is her film debut. She's in this film. Uh, David Arquette is uh, Pike's friend. Like, there are people in this that you come to know later on, or they're just the hits of the 90s. Like, uh, oh boy, I can't even say this guy's name. Sasha Jensen. Jensen. Why did I say it like that? Sasha Jensen. Um, he was also in Halloween 4. Yeah, Halloween 4. Uh, oh man, the principal, Stephen Root. Like, so many people to just, I can't even count. The one that really got me, because this is my favorite thing to do, as we all know. So, when Jensen is made into a vampire and he's playing the basketball game as a vampire, and he's all like, ah, and the one basketball player is like, here, you take it. Ben Affleck, ladies and gentlemen, is that guy. And I was all about it. Like, that's one of the things that I caught later on uh, watching this movie over and over and over. Because this is, to me, such a good intro horror movie. Um, and the plot's pretty basic. Uh, it's, you know, Buffy. She's having a hard time trying to find herself in high school. Which I fucking love the idea of, um, you know, you're just... Like high school, like you're trying to find your identity and she's got an identity. She's this slayer. Now, the way it differs from the TV show, I don't know if it was written this way on purpose or if Joss even had uh, part of this. But like at the beginning of the movie, you see like an ancient slayer, you know, from old times. And it's Christy Swanson lookalike. And she has like a mole or whatever. And that's like a big big part it's a part of the movie where you know she looks like her but she got rid of that mole which i'm down with whatever but i wonder if that was made from a different writer because that's not something that's ever brought up in the tv show uh so i i wonder if that was just some somebody uh ghostwriting was like oh no this is a, this is a funny get because she's gonna get the mole removed you know she's got vanity baby so who knows um so yeah so she's going through some stuff she finds out that she's a slayer she starts to learn how to uh fight these vampires and what i love about this movie i do feel like this was written in the time of we gotta have a montage because we get a montage in this movie and i love i am a sucker for a montage and i don't think this is a bad one um so she's learning how to be a, a vampire slayer during all this rugger howard is you know killing people pike's friend david arquette uh which by the way, Luke Perry in this movie, amazing. I think capitalizing on his 90210 era, like, hands down, awesome. I always was a big fan of Luke Perry, and I just loved his, like, I don't give a shit attitude in this while he's also 
kind of finding himself where, you know, Benny, he's gone bad. Um, and he has a lot of good scenes. And David Arquette had good scenes as well. Obviously, Paul Rubens steals this movie anytime he's on screen. I just think he was having a ball. And I'll be quite honest, I don't think I realized it was Paul Rubens until maybe almost adult. Like, Brooke, my wife, if someone's wearing sunglasses or regular glasses, she doesn't know who it is. It could be a favorite. It's Clark Kent syndrome. For me... It was goatee syndrome. Like him having goatee and the long hair did throw me off. And then when I finally found out that it was Pee Wee fucking Urban as this vampire. Awesome. And good God, what a death scene. I mean, maybe the best vampire death on screen. Like we ain't, we ain't talking about like the blow ups and stuff like that. I absolutely adore his, uh, 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 uh. And if you watch through the credits, post-credit, it's that. It's the finish of the death. And I love his little boot kick to the wall. Just awesome. He was great. Rudger Howard, he was fine. I, I like Rudger. I think he, he didn't really bring a lot. I mean, I get that he was trying to be sexy vampire and like, ooh, I can... I can make you do whatever I want. You know what I mean? Because I'm that kind of vampire. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't believe it. But I th he was fine. I, he was fine. Uh, Donald Sutherland. I've done some reading up where Joss Whedon, not a big fan of Donald Sutherland, where does Donald Sutherland get the last laugh on Joss Whedon? I don't know. Um, but I heard he was difficult. His dialogue, he would change a lot. And I get it, I guess, uh, if, if as a writer, that would be <laughs> annoying. And I say this as a guy who always improved. Um, oh, my God. I left this up the whole goddamn time. That's hilarious. All right. Get out of here. No one needs you anymore. Um, so I just missed that second screen. I wanted the second screen for podcast listeners. I just had the trailer up for like. A good 10 minutes. That's great. That's hilarious. Um, but uh, through the course of this, Buffy is like getting away from her friends, like the people she's grown up to. She's getting away from that kind of valley girl attitude and they're kind of turning on her and she becomes a loner. And I'm sure that's like happened. I, I mean, I know... I've seen people go through like middle school to high school and just flip like that with friends. And it's kind of wild to see that happen. And maybe that's why this movie still is fun to me because I love the high school antics. I love like just how playful this is. I know Joss Whedon doesn't like it, but I think for me, it was a fun voice. Like I said, an introduction to horror one of the, like, my favorites. Like, not every horror movie to me needs to be some kind of gore fest or trying to make you jump scare and stuff like that. To me, comedy horror works just as good. It makes me think of Beetlejuice, Ghostbusters. Like, is it in that, like, top tierness? No, obviously it's not. 
But I would be like, you know, it would be a fun double feature. Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Teen Wolf. Let's fucking go. And I might be doing that this uh, this spooky season. That's what I'm talking about. Um, by the end of this, Buffy like goes off with Pike. And what's kind of interesting. Now, I just recently read something where like, just said this was a standalone and has nothing to do with the show. And I don't believe that unless if there's a truer version, but from what I've seen, they actually have a comic that when they go off, Pike and her do go off like married or some shit like that. And okay, that's wild. I don't know if Pike dies. I never dug that deep into it, but for me, this movie is watchable. It's just put it on, have a good time. It can be background noise. It is what it is. I think it's worth watching. Streaming wise, I wouldn't say go out of your way and buy it or rent it on Voodoo or anything like that. But I would absolutely put this on if this was on Max or Peacock or whatever they do. Um, I enjoy it. So that's Buffy the Vampire Slam. I'm trying to remember if there's any other moments that do it for me. I love Paul Rubin's death. The basketball scene's good. Oh, the prom. The prom scene's great. I enjoy the fact, like, she comes in there. She's wearing her jacket. She's kicking vampire ass. That is an awesome scene. Not only that, I would not mind... If Halloween Horror Nights, as I've said before, I'm a Hunter's podcaster. If Halloween Horror Nights did a Buffy the Vampire Slayer house, doesn't even have to be the show. It could be the movie. I think the movie has enough scenes in it. The Junkyard, uh, you could do the little prequel stint, the basketball game, the prom, the final battle. All that are scenes that I could see done at HHN and would rock the house. That's what I want. Um, what do you think? Have you watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Are you a fan of this stuff? All right. I'm Zach. Next week, like I said, I might have a special guest uh, host. Justin may be back. Who knows? Uh, but we will be watching 1992 Candyman. 1992 is a wild year for horror. Like, I looked at 90, like 1990. So much wild horror. And I feel 90 was such a big year for horror that, you know, that that wave finally slowed down, dipped on the shoreline. And we get four, five, we get Stephen King's Sleepwalkers. But we did get Candyman and we will talk that next week. Once again, thank you for being a part of the Throw Me Podcast Network. If you're a Patreon member, thank you so much for being a Patreon member because we have so much going on right now. We have um, the Boogeyman Saga, which Brooke and myself are doing. Core Memory Unlocked Horror is about to start. Uh, we just wrapped up Stranger Things Rewatch where we even go through the finale. Our finale is going through the house being like, oh, we called that, we called that, we called that. So it's really... It's a real fun uh, episode. You should check it out. Thank you, um, Justin. Not only do I love you, buddy, miss you, buddy.